Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. And uh, appreciate you listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. Fred Jackson. Yes, good morning, Tim. Ray Pritchard's still traveling. He's out teaching the Bible or something, doing something, (laughs) his little Bible teaching. Insignificant with his life. (laughs) Uh, No, Ray will be back next week. And uh, in studio with us, visiting from uh, Dallas, Texas, is our good buddy Kirby Anderson with Point of View Radio and Pro Ministries. Good morning again, Kirby. Good morning, Tim. Good to see you as well. Kirby shared uh, with our staff this morning a devotion. Uh, He and That was dynamite. Yeah, wasn't it, though? Excellent. You never said that about my devotion, but anyway. (laughs) Yours is more along the line of firecracker. Firecracker devotion. (laughs) Inspirational. (laughs) Uh, All right, so... um, uh, Kirby's here uh, in the studio, traveling with uh, your bo- your boss, so to speak, Warren Kelly, Warren and my Kelly. wife Suzanne. And Suzanne, well, two bosses, <laughs> two bosses, <laughs> boss one, boss two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you? What are you? What are you doing in Tupelo? Well, we're going to be doing a broadcast. First of all, I'm here with you guys. Yes. And it's great to see all of you. And uh, I even have dinner last night with at least two of you yes. around the table. And then we will be doing our broadcast as well. We were up in uh, Birmingham yesterday. We're in Tupelo today. And then we'll get back to Dallas. <clears throat> get back to Dallas. You flying? Yeah, we'll fly tomorrow. Let's pray for Kirby right now. <laughs> I don't know. That is a stress-producing event, isn't it? It just is amazing. Dallas, for me, of course, Tupelo from Dallas is about eight nine right in there yeah so that's driving that's that's yes that's uh that's right on the fringes of my driving uh so although alice and i we did drive to orlando which is like uh 10 but nowadays i, I used to be over seven hours i was gonna fly right yeah but now with the way that oh Air, the airports are and the airlines are and constant everything. problems yeah constant. so yeah so including is, canceled flights i mean you just never know right yeah. right so so, uh, so is it direct birmingham to dallas yes uh, or well, so you think been, yeah so you hope <laughs> <laughs> Had right. one where we flew to tampa and ended up in orlando because they couldn't fly into tampa so there's always just something yeah and it's always mechanical and it's everything else i, I know crazy and, and hope your luggage gets there yes so well welcome Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Great uh, to be with you. Point of View Radio program. For those who don't know, uh, most people do if they listen to Christian radio. Uh, Point of View Radio program, which we air on uh, several of our stations each evening on a replay. That Kirk Kirby's been hosting. How many years you've been hosting? Thirty-six of the fifty. Fifty years. Fifty started years. Nineteen seventy-two. Hmm. So the first, the first national radio program that i'm aware of mm-hmm. uh, christian talk was point of view right? that is correct right first one up on satellite all sorts of firsts marlin lots of firsts because how many of marlin stations Maddox. how many stations you guys on more than 200 easily. wow yeah more than 200 wow. stations and you were sharing with us that uh, uh last night at dinner one of your most famous stations is in alaska Mm-hmm. I say famous. Famous for what reason, Kirby? What's it called? It's a little bit cooler. It's North Pole. It's KJNP, King Jesus North Pole. So <laughs> it is a North Pole, Alaska. That's a real radio station. It is really a radio station. It's KJNP, <laughs> King North. Jesus North Pole. And is that 
Is that outside of Fairbanks? Or yeah, it's is outside it further... of Fairbanks. Okay. And I showed you guys last night how we get there. Dog sled. No, no, no. <laughs> we did do that, though. Dog sleds we've done with caribou. How do you get to the everything. North Pole? Well, you just you fly into Fairbanks, and then you just keep driving. You get just there. Just keep going. Yeah. Now, you, you also mentioned the fact that because of the, la I guess, the layout of the land, right. very flat. Because you're up there in the Arctic Circle. You, yeah. That it just over goes the over horizon. It just goes over. Yeah. You, you're all, your show can be heard from that station and would you say, Sweden and Norway and mm -hmm. Siberia? and Yeah. All sorts of places. Matter of fact, you'll be on there today with us at uh, 1 o'clock, and there'll be people in European countries, uh, including the former Soviet Union, now Russia, that will hear you as well if they so happen should to I tune in. Kinda, should I be more Italian on the show then? Just to, <laughs> they probably you know, would love that. Eduardo Vitaliano. Uh, yeah, you would be perfect. <laughs> yes, be perfect. it could be. Uh, they would love you. Uh, <laughs> King <laughs> Jesus North Pole, KJ. NP. NP, a real radio station. And also at, the, at North Pole, they have a big uh, what, big Christmas store, do they? Yes, they do. Just a huge one there. And <laughs> I know we have some baseball lovers here because, you yep. know, it's uh, you're that far north. It's uh, real sunny in the summer. And so on June 21st, longest day of the year, they play midnight baseball, double-A team <laughs> up there. They start at 10 o'clock at night. Go to about two in the morning. Never turn the lights on because they don't need to. Because it's always, all sunshine. It's all sunshine. Which on the flip side, uh, December twenty first, pretty dark. Now, Fred, Fred, let me ask you: uh, Growing up in Nova Scotia, was, yeah. is a, you know is the sun? What's the sun uh, night ratio up there in the summer? Well, uh, in the summertime, you have yeah. lots of sunshine. You know, but it gets dark about what time? It gets dark in the evening around nine. Okay. Uh, but I lived in Vancouver. And there was a drastic change Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. Quite a drastic change there. You know, sun coming up around 4.35 in the morning. You're talking about summertime now. Summertime. And then going down mm -hmm. as at around 10 o'clock at night, the sky is still pretty bright. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then, of course, the wintertime is the flip. You know, you drive to work in the pitch dark. You know what you I'm thinking about right dark. there? I'm thinking about I get you can get off work. Go have dinner and still get eighteen holes in. <laughs> yeah, huh? you can. That's an. That's you can. A, that's a pull for golfers right there now. For a certain time of the year. For the certain time of the year. Mm. All right, you're listening to today's issues. Kirby's going to be with us for the first uh, half hour of the show here, Fred. We do have some uh, on a more serious note. We do have some breaking news, right? Yes, our president, President Biden, uh, this morning testing positive uh, for COVID nineteen. Uh, we are told from a White House. What is what is press that exactly? COVID the COVID. latest version. Of you hadn't heard heard of it. No, I'm not familiar with uh, <laughs> uh, COVID nineteen. Go ahead. Yes. He's, he's <laughs> positive. Yes. Mild mild symptoms. Oh, he's got mild uh, mild symptoms. Uh, fatigue. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, went to bed last night. He was feeling fine. He woke up this morning. Yeah. Uh, fatigue. A uh, bit of runny nose. Mild cough. Uh, so that's why they're saying mild symptoms. Uh, May I tell you what the press release is going to say before okay. it even comes out? Okay. It's probably already out. And what, uh, I can never remember her name. What's the little? Oh, Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre? Yes. Yeah. Way to go, Italian. <laughs> Do the French. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to say today, mm -hmm. and the press release is going to say today, Kirby. We all know what it's going to say, Oh, right? we know. Uh, yes, the president tested positive for COVID-19. However, we are so thankful that he's been quadruple boosted. 
or otherwise he would be lying in a hospital about to die. Mm-hmm. That that's what's that's what they're in yep. it. Yes. And they'll just say he needs another booster probably yeah. too. <laughs> he he's probably been boosted and protected more than any human being on earth. Yeah, the right? last one was March uh that he was boosted. <clears throat> he's had two Pfizer's and two boosts um over the last year and a half. Two two Pfizer's. What's the difference between a Pfizer and a boost? Well, the Pfizer is the original vaccine. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. And well, it, it's two shots. Well, what's a boost? The boost is to... Uh, to oh, is it not Pfizer? Uh, I'm sure you would. I guess you would have the same company. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought you, I thought you meant there were two different things here. But you're saying, you're saying he's had four shots into his bloodstream. Correct. In the last year or so? Correct. And <clears throat> it, it didn't protect him? Uh, apparently not, but we know now that people are Dr. Fauci is what he was down with it uh, for about three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is being treated with Paxlovid, which is an oral antiviral pill, uh, that basically right. tries to stop the duplication of the virus in the system. Huh? And because they- of his age, he's 79 years old. Uh, some of the doctors that have been interviewed just in the last half hour, or so are saying he really does need to be careful uh, because he's had he has had chronic heart problems uh, through the years. Uh, so they're keeping close. He's going to be working in isolation is the way the White House put it this morning. In other words, staying away from people. Mm. There is some concern. Obviously, the first lady's out on the road today. She's doing a speech somewhere. Uh, Vice President Harris is in North Carolina, Charlotte, I believe. Uh, so obviously, they're going to be checking with them. Well, because they've had close proximity. Now, yesterday, you will remember, the, the president was out at a news conference in Massachusetts, I believe it was. It was in Vermont? or No. I, Mass- no it was Massachusetts. Massachusetts. He, he was making a speech there. So now uh, a lot of people, you know, reporters who traveled with him because he did not have a mask on yesterday. So there's a very, lot of this. Very disappointing as a as an leader and an example to the rest of the country. Yes. To not yes. have a mask on. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying, right? Uh, but hey, listen, we wish him no. We invite I've, I've, our people to pray, pray yeah, for the president. Absolutely. I mean, he's gonna, we're all going to die and meet our maker one day. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, he does not know. Well, no, he, he's no testimony to knowing right. Christ as his savior. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he claims to be a devout Catholic, but then he belies the things that they believe. So I don't know. I don't know even know if he's. You know, he he doesn't. He doesn't practice Catholicism. Even. Yes. Uh, in terms of, he, yeah, he goes to mass, but you know, he doesn't believe uh, abortion is immoral or sinful, even though his church teaches that as a moral right. sin. Yes. But but anyway, so the president has COVID. Kirby, what do you think? Is does this? He's working from. What do you say? What do you call it? Working they call in isolation. It in isolation, I guess he's in the Oval Office by himself. Or? He had a lot of experience. With that during the campaign, if yes, I remember. so true. Yes, right. Well, what do you uh, taking Paxlovid, which is another Pfizer product and things like that, trying mm-hmm. to get him healthy. So here we go. But uh, you know, remember when we always heard that if you are vaccinated, you will not get the disease. Yep. If you're vaccinated, you will not pass on the yes. disease. Right. You went up, and I think we found that out. was medical misinformation. Right there, which uh, what I call the death of common sense, which yes. is our topic this morning. Uh, there yes. is the devotion. Uh, I do want to make mention of the fact that because we have discussed medical information over the last few days, we have once again been banned from YouTube. 
folks. We're like it's YouTube treats us like a yo-yo. Yes, because uh, we were banned we're last today's week. Today's issues yo-yo. They just pull us up and down. Brent Creeley, our mediocre producer. <laughs> Whoa, uh, that was a, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There, there is a history here that, that escalated about three minutes prior to airtime as jabs were exchanged, verbal jabs, I might add, between. Uh, uh, the Italian stallion over here, Ed Battagliano, and Brent Country Boy Creeley. I just, I just had to make sure I got the last word. I probably have not gotten the yeah, last yeah. word. Anyway, no, I want I love Brent, and we yeah. go back and forth with each other. But anyway, Brent appealed the ruling from YouTube last week. They reinstated us. Yes, yesterday, then, didn't they? And then and something then today, we said. Something we said. Yesterday. Yeah, uh, got us banned for two weeks once again with YouTube. Now, you can watch us. If, yeah, you, um, if you insist on watching us do radio, you can you can go to Facebook and search for today's issues and all click right, Brent, through. Brent, get the microphone there for just a minute. Brent, you and I were talking before the show. YouTube evidently has somebody designated to listen to our program. Right? Yes, sir. I, at this point in time, I don't think it's an algorithm that we're – setting off or triggering yeah. or anything like that. I no, think it is someone that is They're listening. listening to our program and maybe AFR. I don't know. Maybe yes. they listen to you guys too. Oh, yes. Yeah, they listen. So some, some well, I'm just thinking it's a summer intern right here. <laughs> you know, they told me, hey, uh, find something for Janice to do. Uh, put her on that right-wing Christian talk show. Yeah. Let her listen to them. We need to ban them. So Janice or whoever it is that's yeah, listening. listening for summer intern from Harvard. You're listening and, and banning us. You're probably still listening. Yeah. We just want you to know that God loves you. He Amen. really does. We're not angry with you. We we, we get frustrated mm. right. with, uh, with the woke social mob uh, and their brutal ways. But uh, Jesus does <laughs> love yeah. you. So. so anyway, if you're wondering where we are on YouTube, for those who watch here, we've got a two-week are you going to appeal this one, Brian, or are you just about to give up on this? I did appeal this one. You, you appeal this I, one? I did appeal this one. We're waiting to see what they well, say. Let me just say unto the, unto the uh, YouTube uh, censors or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, the YouTube people who, well, they said we dispensed medical misinformation? Medical misinformation. Yesterday. Yes, sir. Sometime during the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said, Ed, we have been talking a lot about COVID, right? Yeah, we have been talking about those kinds of, of issues and revisiting yeah. some of those. And yeah. And, um, well, let me just say to YouTube, uh, in about another month, we're not even going to need you. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have our own, so uh, we're going to have our own live streaming platform available. So, you know, uh, <clears throat> we would like to keep that option open, but you know, the fact of the matter is we're not going to change what we say. We, this is, this is this is still America. We realize that that's that YouTube's not a government entity. We understand those arguments. So but this so this tendency to to punish people for saying something that's not approved by the uh, official arm of the the U.S. government by that I mean the mainstream media uh, and big social is just it is it is certainly on the road yeah. to fascism. If it's it, no, it's absolutely it's absolutely ridiculous what YouTube's doing here because the reason is listen, we have a give and take here on this program as 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 that's America, okay? That's America. Mm. We have freedom of speech. Now you have you do have to be responsible. I mean, we all want to be responsible with what we say, mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes what's interpreted as they've nailed us here for medical misinformation. 
is really only an interpretation of the facts. Right. Or an opinion or a viewpoint different than the uh, CDC, for example. And the CDC, by the way, changes right. their views. You could go you could go back right now, YouTube could if they wanted to, and nail almost everybody, liberal and conservative, for some, at some point saying something that today is not true mm-hmm. right. regarding uh, COVID-19, for example. Remember when President Biden said last summer, hey, you get the shot, you can't get COVID? Well, no, I don't think YouTube said this medical misinformation. We got to ban President Biden. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of this is, is subjective. It is. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, so so th- if you're wondering why we're not on YouTube today, who's watching there, we've been. And they won't tell us what we said. Yeah, that, that, that is, a, that is a, that's the one. I don't, I'm not for government intervention necessarily in private businesses. Uh, but I, I do wish that uh, the government would force <laughs> the uh, these YouTube to say exactly what it is that somebody does right. that violates their standards. Because I don't think it's fair to take somebody off your platform and then say, you guess what you did wrong. <laughs> right. Basically, that's what they did. They've done here. Medical and, misinformation. And if you don't guess correctly. Right. And make the same mistake, we'll ban you again. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. All right, you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. So President uh, Joe Biden, uh, he got cancer yesterday, and <laughs> today he has COVID-19. What, what do you mean by he got there cancer I, there, I, there I go again. Yep. Medical misinformation. No, he uh, said it. No. I, and, okay. Right, was, t- set, set it up here, all right. and he, then was loca- he was at this location yesterday in Massachusetts. It was a former coal-fired generator plant, and he was celebrating the fact that it was gone, and he was talking about uh, we're going to spend our money on windmills out in the Atlantic Ocean. Now, at some point during his speech yesterday, he told a story about when he was a little... Oh, did he? Yeah. He told a story when he was a little boy. Mm -hmm. His mama used to drive him to school because they lived near a four-lane highway, so his mama had to drive him to school. And he told the story about when the first frost was on, his mama had to turn the windshield wipers on in the morning, mm. and there would be a sheen. And and basically, he was saying there was pollution coming from an oil plant somewhere nearby. But So what I'm going to do is he told the same story back in April <laughs> that he told yesterday, but in April, it was a different disease. <laughs> Okay, uh, are, are, are we about to hear back-to-back clips? You're going to hear first. You're going to hear the story in April that okay. he told. Okay, and then you're going to hear yesterday's story. Okay, which is okay. Okay, different. so yeah. it's it's the same story. Gotcha. But with the but the yeah, gotcha. the, the from, diseases from the, have been changed. From the boyhood day, <laughs> diseases have been changed to protect <laughs> the innocent. The boy. So we're this is a boyhood memory. Yes. From from. Joe Biden. Yeah. All right. Cut number one. And I, we, I, when I went to a small little school, that was about uh, a mile from the apartment complex we lived in, and a little school called Holy Rosary. And I, you couldn't walk to school because although it was a four-lane access highway, it was just too dangerous to cross some of the streets. And my mother would get in the, and when it came spring, I mean, it came in the fall, this is the truth. And you'd get in the car, and there's a little frost on the window. Turn on the windshield wiper, there'd be an oil slick. Not a joke. 
I have asthma and 80% of the people who, in fact, we grew up with have asthma. I just in an apartment complex when we moved to Delaware and just up the road to a little school I went to, Holy Rosary Grade School. And because it was a four-lane highway that was accessible, my mother drove us and rather than us be able to walk. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so many other people I grew up have cancer. <laughs> Asthma, cancer. That's Could have. So, so what I said was accurate based mm-hmm. on what he just said. Yes. Now, what yesterday threw, cancer, today COVID. Well, what threw the alarm too? He used present tense. Right. That I have cancer. So immediately, a lot of people really. The president of the United States has a potentially fatal disease. That would, that's of course, you're going to react. I have cancer. However, the White House had to come out and do some correction. Well, really, what he was referring to is back several years ago with skin cancer. He had some spots, melanoma spots, removed. Yeah, but that isn't the way he said it. No, and you don't get that from an oil slick either. No, he 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 grew up near an oil refinery. Is what he's talking about, right? Yeah, and he's saying the. Whatever was in the air was causing the windshield wipers to not. Okay, can I? Can, I'm going to play the liberal here for just a second. I'm going to defend the president. You defend him. Go this, ahead. A couple of things. First of all, back when he's talking about growing up, there was a lot of pollution. Okay, true. I remember the with the Cuyahoga River in Cleveland caught fire because of the pollution that was in it. All right, this country has done a lot to clean up the environment. I just want to make that we are not like that anymore. Okay, so I do. I do want to say that, 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 that I don't doubt the the oil slick thing. I, I, I'm not d- doubting that. The second thing I want to say is, I forget stuff all the time. I forget what diseases I have, <laughs> and and there are many. Okay, I forget. Yeah. I forget what yeah, I but have. You're for not lunch. the president of the United States. Bingo! You just bingoed. Yeah. Well, nobody cares really, except for my wife, who has to hear the same right. stories all the time yeah. that I forget I told. Okay, but well, what, what, I'm not what, the president. What, 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 all right, Kirby. What was his main point here? That we're polluting the environment? Is, is yeah, that, that uh, we have people that are having long-term chronic diseases because COVID. of what happened in the past environmentally. But every time he says, you know, this is no joke. You know, you're going to get. <laughs> uh, this is the truth. You just know you're going to get a story. Oh, oh you and, mean when he prefaces? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean that just is a cr- trigger to know that he's now going to say something that isn't true. And he's at eighty percent. He's people been doing like this long with. before dementia. Phil, you know, yes. set in. I mean, oh, we can, yeah. Fred can go back uh, 20, 30 years and have stories that he just continually tells, and we say they're not true, and he tells them again anyway. He just has. You know, I, I'm, I'm very interested. If he said 80% of the people I grew up with have, have, asthma. These, have asthma, I wonder if Corn Pop has, has <laughs> asthma. Remember Corn Pop is who, one of his who old Who facts checks this? How does he know that? There's been this kind of study he or something? He, he, no. He's just making that up. Huh? He's, he's he's making that up. Okay. Well, but the fact here here's I, I understand what. But he got Ed, skin cancer, Fred. But I understand. Yeah, I understand what Ed was saying. But yesterday, he used "I have cancer." Yeah, and everybody thought that he was announcing something yeah. of yeah. major import. And surely, yes. yeah. and surely he he knew at that. He doesn't have cancer now. He had to correct it many years ago. Mm. Melanoma. So, 
I, I understand what you're saying, Ed. I was tongue-in-cheek defending the president. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Please well, do not email no, you were, me. You were trying yeah. to give him every benefit of I'll the try, doubt. That's right. yeah, your mediocre that's producers okay. want to cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> your mediocre co-host your for mama. the show. <laughs> you can't say anything good about somebody. Don't say anything at all. Okay. Right. Uh, I try to put myself in his shoes, and it is scary <laughs> in there. President Biden... Uh, yesterday said he had cancer in the present tense. As it turns out, he's talking about something from decades ago that he attributes to an oil refinery in his community, which also made him have asthma, or at least 80% of the people he knows right. he grew up has in. asthma, have asthma. We'll be back momentarily. What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA believes that all men and women, whether in private or public, should be free to exercise their faith without hindrance from the government. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation. Thank you for standing with us. One of the special moments when we visit Israel in March each year is the day we go to the Jordan River. And so many people on our trips want to be baptized in the river that Jesus was baptized in. And so it's a very special ceremony and service and time together with friends who've come from all over the country to join us on our annual trip to Israel. I'm Tim Wildman. President of American Family Association and American Family Radio, Allison and I, along with my sons Walker and Wesley, will all be going to the Holy Land in March of 2023, as we do annually. Now, Israel was shut down for a couple of years because of COVID, but they are reopened for business. No vaccine shot required. And so we're going to have a great time seeing Israel. For all the information, twholyland.com is the website, twholyland.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said the quiet part out loud at a recent congressional hearing. He testified that high gas prices were meant to inflict pain on the American people. That's why the Biden administration refuses to open up American pipelines. They want us to feel the pain at the pump, so we'll bow down to the Green New Deal. It's all part of a grand scheme to remake our nation. And Secretary Buttigieg is a key part of the operation. His father was a Marxist professor. He praised the Communist Manifesto and was a disciple of the Marxist theorist Antonio Gramsci. Gramsci believed cultural change was critical to dismantling capitalism. And during his lifetime, he applied Marxism to film, media, and education. Does that sound familiar? Just take a look at what's happening in our nation, where the academic world has been overrun by un-American Marxists turning our sons and daughters into foot soldiers for communism. Pay attention, America. I'm Todd Stearns. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. 
See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and Fred. Our thanks to our good friend Kirby Anderson. Spend the first half hour with us. And Kirby, you're going to be on Kirby's Point of View show later today. At 1 o'clock. Yes. Uh, So, uh, Point of View Radio. I'm looking forward to being heard in the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier, President Joe Biden has COVID. And um, that's what the White House reported, what, an hour ago or so? Yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't know. So, Dr. Fauci had COVID what? Two weeks ago or so for the second time. Is that right? Yeah. Well, he got it. He tested negative, then tested positive again. Yeah. So yeah. he was over. But you know what? Uh, COVID, guess what? Guess what I'm about to say would normally get us banned on YouTube. But guess what? We're banned already. So <laughs> yes. I can't get us double banned. Can I? Brent? Uh, COVID is, is not killing people like it did the original wave. Uh, of COVID and the Omicron, I think, was, or was Delta. It was Delta. Mm-hmm. It was more dangerous in terms of going to the lungs. I'm not saying people aren't dying. I think there's a few hundred a day maybe or across the country still dying because of COVID complications. So I'm not saying that uh, it can't kill you. I'm saying when you look at the big picture, it's not nearly as lethal as it was uh, originally, right? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Is that fair to say? Oh, I think that's absolutely. So fair. we got somebody at my our office got COVID's been going around our office. Okay, right. and you know what it is? It's a it's a it's a cold and a, or slash flu. Basically, is what it amounts to. Right. Makes, makes people sick. Some very sick uh, for for four or five days. Right. And then and then they get better. Uh, so COVID, I think, is here to stay. Right. Tuesday, like the flu, like gonna, the flu, it's going to always be around. So I think I saw a study yesterday. Americans surveyed, and this was Democrats, Republicans, everybody, and they just said uh, the general consensus was it's here to stay, and we'll just deal with it and move on. Nobody wants to go back to lockdowns, right? Nobody wants to go back to mandatory face mask, <clears throat> or and the, now that the vaccine shots have proven to be ineffective, according to Dr. Fauci what he said the other day didn't he say that fred mm-hmm. he, he said largely or he Large. said what did he say he said something well, i'm not mischaracterizing what he said he no, said uh, they, not, they're 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 very weak in their response yes talking yes. about the vaccine shot. right well well he had to say that because he's he's a prime example yeah so anyway i think COVID is here to stay and unless now there could be another variant come down the pipe right next year the year after that's really really bad you know, worse than uh, right. worse than what we've going through right now. But right now, what we got is a cold or flu uh, type symptoms, and that's what the president's experiencing, right? At least right now. All right, you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Well, there's a big vote coming up in the state of Kansas uh, that uh, 
has to do with the pro-life issue, and we've asked Dr. Mark Steffen, uh, Kansas State Senator. He's not on yet. Okay, Brent just informed me that we're waiting to get him on, so we're calling Dr. Steffen. Uh, he's uh, going to visit with us from the state of Kansas. You know, <clears throat> pro-life laws are now being put into place, put into put into uh, effect, I should say, in uh, uh, about a dozen states. Eight, Actually, eight, about a, about two dozen states right. uh, have laws. Red states, basically. Yeah, some of them have been put in place. Some of them are being challenged by the left in the wake of Roe v. Wade decision. <clears throat> They're still being challenged in some states. Now, are there any other states? I know Mississippi no longer has any abortion. That's correct. There are no abort. There was only one facility, and it's closed down. So right. there's no more abortion in our home state. Right now, I, I want to say that's true of South Dakota. I yeah, could. I think I think South Dakota's free. Now, they, uh, they they I don't think they had but maybe one or two. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to check and find out how many other states mm-hmm. are completely abortion free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have our Charlie Butts. Would you check our, on that? Charlie Butts is our uh, pro-life okay. abortion expert, and I will check with him. Okay. Dr. Mark Steffen now joins us from uh, the Sunflower State, Kansas. Dr. Steffen, welcome to our program. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Uh, now, where do you live and what do you do? Well, I live outside of Hutchinson, Kansas. <clears throat> I am a very recently retired anesthesiologist anesthesiologist see it's even hard for me to say <laughs> but i'm a medic i'm a medical doctor yes and now i uh fill my time as a kansas state senator and farmer and rancher and oil and gas producer so you go to uh you're an oil and gas producer sir as well as a farmer i am are you proud of I yourself? Are, are you are you proud of what you do for a living? <laughs> I, I am very very proud. Okay, hey, you know, cheap energy uh, creates strong economies. Yes, and, and, uh, and burns the planet down. <laughs> so other than that, other than that, you should be proud of your occupation. <laughs> Obviously, I'm. Wow, he's I, he's kidding. I, I, he's kidding. I, I, I'm. I figured. I figured. Yeah, okay, we. You don't even. He didn't even know me. So. Hey, uh, Doctor Stefan, we are just. We're just. Right. Mess, we're messing around. We're making fun of the green crowd. Right. So. Right. Hey, well, on a more. I, no, I'm, I'm yeah. confident. That's what you're doing. Very good. Very well, good. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, uh, so you serve in the state legislature in Topeka, and uh, there is a. Uh, but there is a big issue uh, taking place in the state of Kansas coming up. Talk about that. Well, that is called the Value Them Both Amendment. And that was actually passed through the legislature a year ago. So, you know, from a backstory standpoint, that's important to understand because there was no, uh, no uh, uh, problem as far as all the everybody being ginned up from the Roe versus Wade reversal. Uh, and that has very much complicated it. Uh, but what, what happened was back in 2019, our wildly liberal state Supreme Court, you know, imagine that in the state of Kansas, a great Republican state, we have a we have a we have a wildly liberal state Supreme Court, and they managed to dig out of our 150-year-old state constitution uh, a right to an abortion for women, and it was based on the the, the verbiage, the pursuit of happiness, is is where they claim to have found that. 
And so that blocked all of our existing abortion statutes, which aren't particularly strong, by the way, but they're, they're better than nothing, which is what we've got now. Because when the state Supreme Court found that right, it basically threw all the statutes theoretically out the window. So we responded by passing in the legislature the, to, to vote on this value them both amendment to, to, and this value them both amendment, this constitutional amendment. All it says is that there is not a right to an abortion within the contents of our state constitution and that it gives all rules and lawmaking regulation back to the citizens via their representatives and senators. So we're really just trying to, to get back to where we were pre-2019. Uh, Dr. Stefan, uh, the, the vote is uh, August 2nd, I believe, on this amendment. Uh, is that correct? That is correct. So my understanding is that the pro-abortion crowd has been pouring millions of dollars into your state. And a lot of people are arguing that th that money is being poured into your state to confuse voters as to which way they should vote on this amendment. Would you tell, we have a lot of listeners in Kansas through this network. Would you please tell the listeners to this program how you w would ask people to vote if they are pro-life? Well, it's, it's very clear. If you are pro-life, you want to vote yes. You want to put control of the decision-making back in your hands, <clears throat> not in the hands of a bunch of state Supreme Court justices that invariably have academic ties and are invariably quite liberal, like I mentioned earlier. So, yeah, it's, it's very simple to, to, for, for the citizens of the state of Kansas to have any say whatsoever in abortion regulation, they have to vote yes. It's that simple. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Mark Steffen from Hutchinson, Kansas. He's a state senator there in the legislature in Topeka, and he is a big proponent of uh, the pro-life, as we are, the pro-life pro issue. And so on August 2nd, Kansans need to go to the polling booth and vote yes What's it called? Is it called amendment something or another or what? Its title is the value them both amendment. Trying, the, the name's trying to capture the reality that, that abortions not, not only kills an unborn baby, but it also destroys a mother. You know, the, the suicide rate skyrockets in, in women who've had suicide, mental health problems skyrocket. It really has, it, it's a, it's a, a medical procedure with multiple victims. Let's put it that way. So vote yes on August 2nd. Is that a special election or is, is this part of a primary uh, other votes taking place that day? It, it is our midterm primary. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, the, so can't, what I'm saying is uh, citizens of your state are already anticipating going to the polls on that day. Okay. Correct. Okay. Correct. And, and, there's a lot of interest in this, and we need literally everybody. We need okay. everybody listening to go find 10 other people to drag to the polls with them. And we, we've, this has to pass. Right. It has to. Talking to Dr. Mark Steffen, S-T-E-F-F-E-N. 
Uh, vote yes on August the second. On uh, what did you call it? Value what, them both. Pardon me. Value them both. Value amendment. them both. The value them both. Um, amendment. Or, amendment. Thank, thank you, Doctor uh, Stefan, and I appreciate you taking the early ribbon there from from us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no problem whatsoever. Okay. I, you know, I I admire you guys and and your and American Family Radio so much. It truly is an honor to to get the to help. Hey, Doctor Stefan, I brother. just. I just have a few words to say to you. Drill, baby, drill. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah, Amen. Right, right, right. I love it. Thank oh, you. I love it. Okay. You bet. Thank all you all. Right, all right, bye-bye. Take care. All right. Uh, he's an anesthesiologist. And just retired. A farmer and an oil driller. Wow. That, and he's a he's a state senator. I know. It's amazing. This guy, this uh, the Dr. Right. Stephan, he's retired, but he's not... He's not sitting on the porch drinking iced tea. No. He's still in the fight. And listen, wow. this is why we had him on. This is a real, folks, this is a really big deal in Kansas because this is the first fight. This is, the abortion issue has, is now going state by state. And so this is the first fight. This is why, it's so important. This is why these outside groups that are pro-abortion are pouring money into this fight. So if you live in Kansas and you're listening to this program, uh, as Dr. Stefan said, go and find 10 of your friends. Make sure they're registered to vote. Get into the polls on August 2nd right. and vote yes on the Value Them Both Amendment. This is a critical initial fight. Let's not let's not yeah. rest on our laurels and right. think just because Roe v. Wade was overturned that this issue is now decided. Yeah, and our listeners in Kansas should know we're doing everything we can here at AFA working with uh, our connections in Kansas and our own political action arm that we can, our AFA action. Uh, we're sending emails to tens of thousands of people into Kansas. And we're at radio spots. We're yep. running on all our, on our stations in Kansas. So we're doing, what I'm saying, we're doing everything we can because as you say, uh, this is critically important. Right. It needs to pass. People need to go to the polls on August 2nd and vote Yes. And they need to, as you say, if you got to drag your family and friends and fellow church members, right. you, you got to get out. You got to vote. It's very important. Very, very. In fact, there's probably not another, uh, not another vote related to the pro-life issue that will be more important ever in Kansas than this one. At least, babies' lives are at stake yeah. in your state. Yeah. Let's All right, do the right thing. You're listening to today's issues on AFR. For next story, Fred. All right. Well, uh, in some places across the country, uh, a new school year is about to start. Now, we know what happened over the last couple of years in many jurisdictions. There was a great deal of controversy over, of course, kids being forced to stay at home uh, and zoom into their classrooms because of COVID restrictions. And there was also when the kids got to go back, they, you know, they were told many times they had to wear a mask. A lot of controversy over that because we were told initially kids were the least vulnerable to COVID. In fact, the election in Virginia last year was really all about uh, what happened in our schools during COVID. Parents found out what the kids were being taught. They were also fighting the restrictions. Well, you would think that school districts across the country have learned that parents don't want to see mandatory masking in the classroom anymore. In fact, the science doesn't really back that anymore. Well, not in San Diego. The San Diego School District and Dr. Sharon Whitehurst Payne is the president of the San Diego School Board. She is saying when school opens there in a few weeks, 
all students will have to wear a mask, and those who refuse don't bother coming to class. So what you're going to hear is her mandate, and also what you're going to hear also, the second voice you're going to hear is a mom in San Diego, Melissa Grace, saying this is only hurting the kids. Cut five. For those students and parents who, who don't want to wear a mask indoors in school, are there any other options for them? They can opt not to return to the regular school, but to go to the school where they don't have to go to school at all other than via Zoom. And but if they're not, not comfortable, uh, what should they do? They should just let make it known that they don't feel comfortable and at that point just not return. I mean, my, my daughter, fortunately, I, I pulled her out of the public education system. She's enrolled in an independent study through a charter school program right now, so she's at home, uh, to protect her psychological welfare. But what we're seeing in San Diego County, at least, is the behavioral health centers overflowing with children who have really detrimental behavioral and mental health issues. Yeah, because they were forced to wear masks. But there you have it. Here's what's interesting. California has a state has not issued a mask mandate for schools. This is purely the local school district doing this. So mom and dad, you well, got to be careful. There's a way to do something about that, and that's fire that, uh, what's that, her name? Uh, she, Dr. Sharon Whitehurst. She's the what now? She is Superintendent? the pre- president of the San Diego School Board. Okay, then she's responsible. Uh, she's uh, she's uh, responsible. She is uh, accountable mm-hmm. to the voters. True? Yes, yes. There you go. Fire them. Toss them. Listen, which is happening, which is happening in many jurisdictions across the country. Well, the, the, the problem for a lot of parents is school openings are just around the corner. So the, the, the chances of them getting those changes, uh, firing her, getting rid of other board members before the start of school is slim. No, I mean, I mean, I agree. Get these people out. But the arrogance of this woman, mm-hmm. and you know, we were kind of joking around about the fact that YouTube dropped us because we're we're not following quote unquote following the science. How about these jokers? Talk about not following the science. The science says the masks don't help. They are detrimental to kids, and uh, and and including mental health, and they're not learning. Yes. Okay. So you want to follow the science yeah. and follow the facts. How about them? Yeah. How about uh, those facts? You, you just bingoed again. The reason uh, I, I noticed this early on, I wasn't the only one. A lot of us did notice this early on during the COVID response when we were told to mask up everywhere we went, right? Okay, you can do that for a couple weeks, a couple, three weeks. And then after that, uh, it does begin to affect your psyche. And, uh, and I'm talking even for adults with quote, mature minds, right? right? Because, and can you imagine children uh, in school trying to listen to a teacher that you can't see her lips move? Right. And you can't see facial expressions. Yes. And that's that's a big part of communication. It's not just your your verbiage, but it's how you're saying something, the, the, the as I said, the, the way in which you say it. And so... Uh, you, you go, you go on with that for, for weeks and months on end. It can't help but do damage. Also, you don't see, uh, God created us to, to smile. Right. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And not, not just smile, but have facial expressions, but smiles. You 
can't see you can't see people smile uh, with with uh, with the the mask on all the time. It's just and furthermore, it isn't protecting right people against getting COVID. Uh, what what in the in, world is the justification that this woman has for? Uh, because isn't it because cases are creeping up across the country? Yes, well, that's what we're told. Yeah, but here's the other thing, and we've seen this before. I've got a feeling this is driven by the local teachers union. Yeah, because that's what was happening across the, the teachers country. union members want to put masks back on. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, let them do it. Yeah. Don't require the kids to. Yeah. No. Nope. Just you can put three on. Yeah. Yeah. Science teacher can put three on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one over the eyes, <laughs> one over the nose, one over the mouth. Mm-hmm. Huh? If you want to do that, but don't make the kids. But listen again. Uh, this is a this is where the citizens of San Diego School District, if their 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 parents would need to organize and have a and have a response here, uh, uh, because uh, there so there is this is unlike if if it's how I think it is, most school districts where a superintendent is elected by the citizens and the school board members are elected by the citizens. Yes, you don't you don't have to take this. You can you can do something about it. There, can I can I say something controversial? I, I'd like sure, to say go something away. You're, controversial. You're, you're the liberal. Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Fred and I are not associated with whatever it is you're about to say. Oh no! Listen, this is going to put me oh, firmly in the in conservative the conservative camp. camp. Okay, go. All right. Is it a conspiracy? Oh, I do want to say one liberal thing first. Okay, go. Okay. I personally don't mind teachers' unions. If they're only spending time protecting the jobs and benefits of teachers, all right? However, past that point, teachers' unions in this country are a blight on humanity, all right? They are doing more to destroy education in this country and destroy our children and our future than almost anything else I can think of except for Hollywood. These, I'm talking about the American Federation for Teachers and the National Education Association. There may be some smaller, more conservative versions, but the money that they take in and spend on liberal wackadoodle policies, mm-hmm. uh, including being in favor of uh, schools uh, uh, helping kids access abortion without parental knowledge. Aren't they all, all into the transgendered movement? All into it. This is a destructive Organ- these are destructive organizations, and they don't care about kids. I'm talking about the leadership of these unions. That It looks like they hate children. They keep saying this is all about education. They do more to destroy the education in this country than almost any and, and destroy our children than almost any other institution. And this is proof of it right here. I, I'll give you an anecdote, the personal anecdote to that, that reaffirms what you're saying this is from the 80s probably mid 80s maybe my mom was a uh a school teacher uh home economics back when they had home ec junior high and uh she uh was a member of i guess it was the mississippi association of education at the time i I don't know if it's still that which was kind of a state teachers union right and then, but they uh, somehow the part of the dues went to the National Education Association. Yeah. Well, uh, m- my mom dropped out of that hmm. because she got 
uh, started getting these flyers, these newsletters from the National Education Association, and it was listing something about the Sandinistas and the and the, the war in Nicaragua, and it was supporting the the communists, right? Uh, yeah, the Sandinistas and the Contras. You remember all that? Oh yeah, oh, Daniel yeah. Ortega and all that. Wasn't yeah. it from the eighties? Yeah. I mean, and I, I I was reading this this policy book from uh, booklet from the uh, uh, like issues that had been passed by the National Education Association at their annual meeting. And like half of them had nothing to do, or more than half of them had nothing to do with educating children or the work environment or salaries or right. benefits of teachers, which you think is the purpose of the existence of a union. Right. Right. It was all a bunch of left wing uh, uh, advocacy, is yep. all it was. Mm -hmm. And I know this, that was from the 80s. So, um, I know that started way back then. Yes. And the uh, those unions, especially the National Education Association, which at one time was the largest teachers' yeah. union nationally, they've lost thousands and thousands and th I don't know how many. They've lost a lot of people right. who are members of their organization because the people who don't, they don't want to pay, like, like my mom, they don't want to pay dues. You don't want to pay dues to an organization that's fighting directly against your principles and your values. Right. And, uh, so, but a lot of unions have gone far left and di if different. Yeah, we have the story of the Southwest airline, uh, flight attendant who, uh, pro-life. She put the pro-life message on her, on her own Facebook page. And she was upset with her union and paying right. union dues because their union went up to the women's March after right. Donald Trump was elected president right. where they were anti-Trump pro-abortion she was upset with that southwest fired her but the courts just awarded her five million dollars but her union did not defend her that's right that's they right. should have they should have See, defended there's the abortion yeah. right abortion what is it what is the southwest airline teacher i mean uh, a flight attendants union taking a position on that for that right. has nothing to do and why wouldn't you stand up for the rights of a teacher i mean for for a union member to Rather post their own opinion yes. on their own Facebook page. Right. But there was a happy ending to that story. Yes, $5 million that, that, worth. Including almost a million that the union had to pay. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.